great news, guys. Oh. It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. Everybody, I'm Cam Stewart with your Fantasy Sports Network news update. The Melvin Gordon saga is getting much closer for the LA Chargers. Melvin Gordon's agent Demarius Bilbo requested a trade last week for his client after the LA Chargers refused to increase their initial offer of approximately $10 million per year to the star running back, according to Justina Anderson of ESPN. However, the Chargers GM Tom Telesco did not give Bilbo permission to seek any trade partners. Gordon's party wants an extension in line with the top running backs in the NFL or a trade. The former first-round pick has one year and $5.6 million left on that rookie deal. The tailback still a no-show Chargers training camp, and recent reports say that his holdout threatens to carry over into the regular season. Gordon's request of $10 million a year would place him fourth among running backs behind only Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, and David Johnson. Dallas Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott also holding out for a deal that could top Gurley's. Free agent running back Theo Riddick will sign with the Denver Broncos this week. That's according to Mike Kliss of Denver News 9. Riddick was released by the Lions on Saturday after six seasons in the Motor City. Longtime Carolina Panthers center Ryan Khalil has come out of retirement to join the New York Jets. Khalil will sign a one-year deal worth $8.4 million. The 34-year-old will provide a veteran presence for second-year quarterback Sam Darnold. Finally, the NFL is here, everybody. We got uh, at least a preseason. Hey, it's something. The Hall of Fame game tonight from Canton, Ohio. 8 o'clock, Denver taking on Atlanta. The current betting line, Denver minus 2.5. Total set at 35. Money line, Denver minus 145. Atlanta plus 125 is dogs. First half line, Denver minus a half point. Total is 17 flat. First half money line, same as the game. Denver 45 cents. Atlanta plus 25 cents. And Broncos coach Vic Fangio will try to coach tonight despite a kidney stone issue that put him in the hospital earlier today. Followed from the Reds and Pirates brawl has amounted in eight suspensions in total. Pirates reliever Keone Kella was uh, hit with a 10-game suspension for intentionally throwing at Derek Dietrich's head. That's the whole thing that started the brawl. Pirates infielder Jose Asuno gets five games. Pitcher Kyle Crick gets three. And manager Clint Hurdle, he's hit with a two-game suspension. On the red side, Amir Garrett, he wanted to take on the whole team and fight everybody. He racked up eight games. Jared Hughes gets three. Manager David Bell, six. A newly acquired Cleveland Indian, Yasiel Puig, gets three games. He's appealing, and he's going to make his debut for the Indians tonight versus the Houston Astros. We got live... Baseball action, fellas. The Miami Marlins beat the Twins 5-4-12. to and Harold Ramirez with a walk-off jack. Big upset. Philadelphia hammered the Giants 10-2. The final, JT Realmuto with a three-run bomb for the Phillies in the big win. The Mets do it again. They went 4-0. Great performance by Zach Wheeler on the hill. A four-hitter in seven innings with seven Ks. Now Dylan Cease takes the loss. Cano home run number 10 for the Mets. Milwaukee and Oakland, Brewers up 2-1 to one in the bottom of four games tonight. Let's take a look at the matchups and betting lines. 7.05, Toronto at Baltimore. This one's a pick 'em. 10 is your total, Thornton versus Wojciechowski. 2 at 7.10. Houston minus 200 at Cleveland, 8.5. Cole versus Salazar. Tampa Bay at Boston, Red Sox minus 120. Total 10.5. McKay versus Kashner, 7.15 action. We got the Cubs and the Cardinals. St. Louis minus 20 cent favorites, 8. Lester versus Flaherty. 720 action, Cincinnati at Atlanta. Braves laying 65 cents, total nine and a half. Desclafani and Freed. And at 10-10, we got San Diego at LA Dodgers, minus 2-10. Lucchese versus Kershaw, and the total is eight. Hoop news, New York Knicks rookie R.J. Barrett will not represent Canada at the FIBA World Cup of Basketball. He's recovering from a calf strain. Andre Dart Drummond of the Pistons and Montrez Harrell of the L.A. Clippers, the latest players to pull out of Team USA's World Cup training camp. In the NHL, the Rangers have officially bought out defenseman Ryan Shattenkirk. He had two years left on his four-year $26.6 million deal. They now save uh, $6.65 million in cap space. A doubleheader in CFL action tonight. 
first at seven. Winnipeg and Toronto Bombers, 14.5 point road favorites, 48.5. Hamilton and Saskatchewan, the Riders are minus three, total 49. That game's at 9.30. And in golf, Danish golfer Thorbjörn Olesen reportedly arrested for sexually assaulting a passenger on a flight from Nashville to London. Olison allegedly molested a woman on a flight, verbally abused passengers, and a witness said he even saw Olison urinate on the aisle of the first-class uh, first cabin. Police were waiting, to th- waiting for him at Heathrow Airport for the arrest. He was booked on sexual assault, being drunk on an aircraft, and failing to club- comply with orders from cabin crew. He's now been released, but the investigation is ongoing. He's a second-ranked golfer in the world, representing Europe at the 2018 Ryder Cup as well. Round one of the PGA's Wyndham Championship on the go. Ben on and Sunjai M currently tied with the lead at minus eight. Turning favorite, Webb Simpson. He is two shots back at six under par. Lots of go low scores today. Conditions are great. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morenci hosts Hour One of Red Heat and Rage Radio. We'll talk uh, to the guys, see what's happening. Whale Capper, hopefully he'll stop by. Break down this NFL exhibition game tonight. Finally, it's here. The baseball board and a whole lot more. So stick around. Gabe Morenci hosts Red Heat and Rage Radio. Coming up next. All you have to decide what to do with the time that is given to you. Game, Game time, time decisions. decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. Ready range on radio has uh, begun uh, as uh, the uh, the start of the um, National Football League uh, preseason uh, set to begin. Uh, as uh, well, we're at the FanDuel uh, Sportsbook uh, Meadowlands. Uh, let's do this thing. Countdown to football is on. Raging Redhead Cam Stewart throwing it down with us. What's going on, Cam? What's happening, Gabe? Crazy story. I'm not sure if you heard the update, but Thorbjorn Olison, Thunder Bear, got wasted on a plane, apparently molested a woman, took a piss in the aisle. Like, this guy was absolutely obliterated. And uh, Chargers filing. There's an investigation going on. He might have uh, assaulted a woman. Crazy stuff. He was so drunk, he pissed on the plane. Um, I know. Pretty uh, pretty hammered, uh, Thorborn uh, Olsen. It's all right. <laughs> we've been drunk on planes before, but we've never, like, taken it out. In the... I've heard of snakes on a plane, but not urine on a plane. That was That's pretty crazy. First class just as, throw, throws it out there. As as you were saying that, uh, somebody just, like, a uh, lady just, like, pulled a chair over and, like, knocked over, like, a bunch of, like, cameras and equipment and yeah, stuff like great. that. Great. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's I, the thing. You need a runner and you need security. That's what people I don't understand. I look over. Like, yeah, like, I look it's over. It's, like, expensive. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, everyone's laughing over here now. She's like, hey, what are you, you going to do? Uh, it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> what are you going to do? Even even the old guys, like and everyone's looking over, like oh shit, like this poor lady, like she felt really bad. I don't even know what she knocked over. It's one of these deals, like I'm not, I don't even know. It's not ours, whatever she knocked over, but uh, it is what it is. So yeah, Thornborn Olsen <laughs> arrested at London's Heathrow Airport on Monday after suspicion of sexual assault. Now listen, they're really tossing around the term sexual assault too loosely nowadays. Yeah, uh, I, that's a good point. Uh, hey, the charts say, listen, public intoxication. Unruliness. Yeah. He disrupted a plane. Fine. Okay. He took a piss on a plane. It is what it is. Sexual assault. I mean, yeah. You know, come on. It's like when they charged me in Buffalo with exposure. It wasn't exposure. In the sto- I in the story he said, "Yeah, come on." Yeah, no, but you didn't. You didn't. Gr- in the story, sorry. Allegedly, you never groped anybody at the game. You took a piss and looked for a I tree and went anybody. in. And yeah, no, you did. There was no touchy, touchy, okay, no so groping, groping. So that's different. He was. Have he groped? He was with. He was with Ian Poulter. Oh, Poulter. <laughs> I know. The best is Poulter's like, settle down, pal. And he's like, yeah, screw you. 
<laughs> I guess he didn't listen to Poulter. Yeah, so he was with Poulter. They're flying to London after they were playing in the St. Jude. Olsen reportedly urinated in the aisle during the flight before being arrested once the plane landed. He, he was abusing some of the passengers and crew. He then made a pass at one of the female passengers. But oh, wow. what does that mean? He made a pass. Like, yeah, I don't know. He, sounds yeah, pretty he made a pass. It was shocking behavior. You would expect this maybe on a budget airline, but not in a first-class cabin, says a witness. <laughs> the 20-year-old uh, Dane turned pro in 2008. Five European Tour victories. Has never won a PGA Tour event before. Hey, he's good in the European Tour. The guy's 62nd-ranked player in the world. It's not like uh, some Yahoo game. This guy's uh, on the Ryder Cup team. Pretty crazy. Ah, what are you going to do? Liquor. I've had... Uh, I've had police waiting for me to get off a plane before. Not, uh, it's not good. <laughs> oh, no, not good at all. No, no, like, uh, I had, like, I had seven LVPD officers waiting for me not uh, cool. on the plane. Like, I was Bin Laden. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage uh, Radio, Fantasy Sports uh, Radio Network. I have Gabriel Redsey. We're throwing it down at the uh, FanDuel Sportsbook uh, at, uh, at the Meadowlands uh, on this uh, countdown uh, to football. Uh, we've got uh, the Denver Broncos and the Atlanta Falcons, a Hall of Fame game on Tapa here this evening. We've got Whale Capper stepping up and in in uh, Los Angeles. Uh, we'll see if McKinnis uh, will join us a little bit later on. We've got uh, two CFL football games that kind of got lost in the shuffle uh, with the countdown to um, uh, with the countdown to the NFL uh, preseason kickoff. So we're talking about Thornborn Olsen had police waiting for him, and it happened to me, Cam and uh, Will Capper. You'll enjoy this story. As uh, when we finished in eighth place in the Super Contest, I was obviously in a celebratory mood. Um, so I was going to Vegas, and it's rare. Going to Vegas to pick up money is pretty cool. Like sure when you is. know the money's waiting there, it's like even cooler, Cap. That's it's like true. no, like you go to Vegas normally, well, Capper, you're you're hoping you're gonna win. We had a check waiting for us. You so know. I get to the airport, and of course, in typical fashion, uh, they didn't accept my credit card. Like they warned me. So long story short, I bought a bottle of vodka in the airport, okay, at duty free. Now, in the old days, they used to take it away from you, remember? And they'd give it to you when you yep. get off the plane. But they never took it away from me. It was like a oh, Friday sure. night. They never took it away from me. And the plane, it was like one of the emptiest planes I've ever been on, man. There was literally like 12 people on the plane. So I had like, you know, the whole back row to myself type of thing. So I thought I had. And I bought a bottle of vodka onto the plane. Then I asked for, like, uh, orange juice uh, from the flight attendant, and I made my own drinks. Yeah. Homemade now, screwdrivers. Beautiful. Now, I'm not going to lie. I did sort of hear over the, the loudspeaker that 
opening up a bottle of uh, vodka is a violation of federal uh, whatever. But I really didn't think it was that big of a deal. Like, oh, it's oh, been sure. done before. Like, come on, whatever. So, but obviously, I think I'm being slick. Yeah, but exactly. You know, I think I'm being slick with the orange juice and stuff. But obviously, you can smell vodka when she's coming over. Plus, I spilt it, like, all over the place and stuff. So, (laughs) I spilt it on the seat and stuff. No incidents or anything like that. I didn't pull an Olsen. I didn't harass anybody. Like, I, I minded my own business. When I got off the plane, the flight attendant stops me. And she's like, excuse me, sir, but I had no choice but to contact the authorities. And I was like, for what? And she said, you know, you were drinking on the plane. It's a violation of federal uh, aviation law. And that was WestJet that did this to me. And right out of a movie, guys, boom, man, like seven cops got on the plane, guys. (laughs) And came right for me. (laughs) I was like, oh, man. The enemy number one. On the way to Vegas, no less, well, Capper, because God, because no one's ever gotten drunk on a plane on the way to Vegas before, bro, right? So, exactly. I got seven cops there, and I pulled the old, I had no idea if it was illegal, how come no one took the vodka from me? And then the cop told me, listen, I can arrest you just for being publicly intoxicated. You're pretty wasted right now, right? So, I talked my way out of it and stuff. Very nice, LVPD. All right? I shout out to LVPD. I should donate to the Benevolent Association. <laughs> so they're very, very nice. But they tell me, they're like, you better go to your hotel. And if we get, if we run into you tonight, this is what they tell me, well, yeah. they're like, if we run into you tonight, you're done. Like, basically. Like, you're, you know what I mean? If you get into it anywhere with anybody else, you're done. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. No, I'm. I'm just going to my room. Yeah, I won money. I'm just here to collect. I'm going to go to my room. I'm going to get some sleep. Fast forward to an hour later, I'm in a full-out throwdown at the Westgate. It's the only time I've ever been, like, I've been asked to leave the casino floor before. I've never been asked to leave the hotel. Like, I got asked to leave the casino floor, and I was like, yeah, whatever. I'm going to go to my room. And they were like, can. They're like, no, 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 no. Like, you don't understand. You're evicted. And I was like, you can't evict me. I'm staying here. And I'm like, damn right, we can kick out. They're like, let's go to your room and get your stuff. Except I thought I had, like, $15,000 in the safe and stuff, right? So I start accusing them of stealing my money from the safe camp. Nice, nice. It it has happened before. One of the security guys goes, listen. He goes, you seem like a nice guy. He goes, the money's in your freaking jacket, asshole. <laughs> All right? He goes, he goes, we've already been in the, he goes, you've already been in the safe, okay? <laughs> like, I'm like, you guys are crooks. So I'm like, you can't do this. I'm going off. I threw like a drink on the side of the building and stuff like that. And then finally they're like, All right, we're calling the cop. And then it, it clicked. I just remembered like the sergeant telling me, if I get a call about you. Like, you're in deep shit, kid. Like, that's what the cop was telling me. <laughs> I just thought, I was like, no, 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 I'm going, I'm going. And that's when I checked into Hooters, Ken. Nice. I'll always Hooters accept Hooters. Hooters accepted me at the all-time, like, wasted of all times. So I woke up in the morning, whale capper. I didn't know. I thought I was at the Westgate, bro. All right? <laughs> I woke up in the room. <laughs> 
<laughs> I woke up in the room. I'm still hammered. Okay. First thing I think, man. All right, Saratoga, they're getting rowdy down the stretch here. Oh, I know. I had the two horse. He got boxed out. Damn it. <laughs> that was a, so, that was a fucking breakfast. I wake up in the yeah. morning and I just have that sinking pit and the feeling in my stomach. I'm like, oh, God. And then I, I went into the hallway and I realized, I'm like, man, there's tiki stuff everywhere. This looks like Hooters. And I look out the window and I'm like, why am I not at the Westgate? I'm like, why what the hell's going on? Yeah, and <laughs> I think, I'm like, here? oh, my God, you had $15,000 on you last night. You don't I even know where you are. That feeling? That feeling? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. 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 And then there it was. I, I specifically brought that Raptor jacket with an inside pocket. So, <laughs> and I, I was like, okay, God, God, I have the money. I have the money. And and um, the craziest part is I went back to the Westgate in the morning <laughs> because I had to meet everybody there and stuff. I had to meet, like, the proxy there. I had a hat on and everything. And, Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, yeah, get this, though. So I collected 15K there. It was the Texans and the Chiefs in the wild card game, like it is every year. So it was the Texans and the Chiefs in the wild card game. And uh, I dropped four dimes on the game, and I won. So suddenly I was up to 19K. And I thought I was invincible, guys. You know what I mean? I was wasted. I was like, yeah, I'm killing it. <laughs> like, I'm like, now I'm up to 19K. And that's when things took a turn for the worst. That's when I moved the number in Vegas. I moved the number of Cantor Gaming on the Pittsburgh-Cincinnati game. Unfortunately, being the stupid, stupid ingrate that I am, I took the Cincinnati Bengals to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in a playoff game. That was a good pick, Cam. Yeah, I've done it many times before. Remember that game where Carson Palmer got in there and he smashed that game? That was the worst. Yeah, this is is the modern one with Dalton. Yeah, well, remember they were going in for the winning field goal, bro, and he fumbled? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. When when Fontes Perfect started, like, clotheslining people. Oh, Oh, yeah, that's right. He almost killed everyone. Yeah. Such a bad beat. That was incredible. Yeah, no, the The Bengals were the better team that day. To kick the game winning field goal. Yeah, no, they were, it was like, it was, it was like, they're sure. going to win. It was almost, remember that game? It was like, the Bengals are finally going to beat the Steelers for real in the playoffs. This is about to happen. And then Dalton <laughs> fumbles. Then it, then it didn't happen. <laughs> they never win. Yes, oh, I know. Oh. I've, been, I've been on them lots. Oh. Never learned. But I can't lie. I was really lucky. The next day, you can't make this shit up. I was on the Seattle Seahawks on the money line. <laughs> so when Buddy missed the field goal and stuff. Oh, yeah, Blair Walsh. Yeah, the I, I ended up winning, and then people, people at the sports book thought I was Magic Man. They were coming over. They're like, "This guy's Magic. He had the money line and stuff." Then I took the Redskins against the Packers and lost. All right, well, Cap, we'll talk football on the other side. Vegas. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. NFL season is now upon us. You can become close to win a million bucks in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament. Setting your lineups using DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. Become one of the countless number of people that have won thousands playing DFS using DailyRoto.com. If you're playing Daily Fantasy and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Head over and check out the tools for NFL, MLB, PGA, NBA, and NHL, and sports wagering. And get access to all of them with the Daily Roto Elite Package. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. You get lineup alerts, ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, and the use of the Daily Roto optimizers that have produced millions in DFS winnings. That's DailyRoto.com. Promo code ACTION, DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. A lot of action going on here at the FanDuel uh, Sportsbook. Uh, Meadowlands yep. Racetrack, a full slate of uh, ponies racing right now. NFL football. A preseason kickoff tonight. The Rolling Stones are actually playing right behind us uh, tonight at MetLife Stadium, which is a big pain in the ass uh, for me on the way out here uh, this evening as uh, Uber rates for a Rolling Stone concert oh, are yeah. a little bit different. Triple surge. Triple yeah, surge. Like, and get this. Oh. The bus does not. The bus doesn't run. Oh. They don't let the bus in, so there's no choice. I either got to be honest with you. 12,000. Yeah. It's going to cost me about the, 35 bucks probably to get home out of here after. Uh, it's the I'm Rolling Stones concert. I'm not the boss, but I do have a suggestion on special nights. You, we got to have a driver in the pocket for crazy things because there's a lot of uh, things going on at the Meadowlands, right? So, we're learning as we go here, Cam. But from mm-hmm. now on, on event nights, I can't do the show here. I got to do it out of Studio exactly. 34. Excellent point. It's the only thing that saved me is this is a big difference. Now I have this. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Your staff. Your staff. Yeah. Like, they tried to <laughs> shut us down at one of the entrances. I just busted this out. They are like, yeah, go nice. ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, buddy, yeah. get out of here. No, 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 no. I think I'll come in. Yeah, check it out, Will Capper. Uh, I've got, uh, I'm now clear to own a horse in uh, in two places, state of New Jersey and in Ontario. Yeah. I had to submit to an FBI uh, background check. You'd love the questionnaire. Have you ever been convicted right. or accused of uh, fixing a horse race? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, no. Have you ever been convicted or accused well, of uh, match-fixing a sporting event? <laughs> and then there was one. Have I'll you ever been asked question. to leave? Yeah, have you ever been asked to leave a racetrack? That one I had to think about. I was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, No, I was like, no, no. How, how would they know? <laughs> exactly. That's another thing. Yeah, good point, Will Capper. How would they know? I can tell you something. People fixed races against me and Gabe when we owned a horse. That's for sure. We were the victims. Yeah, I was the victim of the fraud. But uh, <laughs> everybody got rich but us. That's that's another story. Okay, true, okay. True so story. Uh, we, we got NFL preseason tonight. And listen, I don't want to make light of anyone's health situation here, but John Elway. Vic? Yeah, yeah. John Elway with the hiring of his coaches, he's all over the place, this guy. He either hires people that are too old or too inexperienced or like, but you look today, guys. We talked about it last week with the music and the cell phones and everything, right? 
And we said, you know, we're in a day and age where it's, you know, guys in their early 30s are coaches in the NFL now. Vic Fangio goes there. Guy's in the hospital already. You know, the guy, oh, he's going to try to coach tonight, go through the old kidney stones. So, yeah, this is going to end well. Like, you know, the season hasn't even started yet. Kidney stones. Stress is going to get to this guy, Will Capper. <laughs> so what? Like, already the first preseason game, we're going to yeah, go in there I- try to win it for the coach. Win it for Vic. <laughs> This is a this is a disaster waiting to happen, and John Elway really has way too much power, way too much control, and has kind of at least at this at this point to this point, in my opinion, like he's his track record speaks for itself. Like he doesn't necessarily evaluate the quarterback position anywhere close to, uh, you know, being able to find talent that can compete in today's NFL. Uh, hiring a, a defensive-minded head coach, old-school mentality. Uh, for this current time in the league seems completely backwards. Now it's easy to kind of translate all this and assume that that means that like the Broncos will be terrible this year because this is a bad decision. But I think this probably has like a three-year arc, right? Like this probably plays out. Like he comes in, he's a tough ass. They have talent. They probably overachieve a little bit this year. People talk themselves into, Oh, what are they going places? And then, you know, next year the wheels fall off and, you know, then they, they're they're left with the, the tough question of do we keep Angio on for a third year or do we cut bait after two years? Like that's kind of the the whiff that this that this has, and you know it all starts and ends with the quarterback. Like Joe Flacco is probably a bottom five quarterback in the NFL this year, but you know when the dust settles and all the uh, you know the advanced stats are are in, uh, I think that's what we're going to see. And the question is, how long does Joe Flacco last? And quite frankly, I'm not sure. I don't think. I don't think he's going to get through the first month. Their schedule is very tough, and I, I'm not saying this like fictitiously or to be a jerk or anything, but I think Drew Locke better uh, better get ready. So as far as tonight is concerned, we've talked about this game quite a bit, and I brought it up, Whale Capper. So uh, Dan Quinn, head coach of uh, the Atlanta Falcons, 5-11 and 11 straight up in preseason games. 16 preseason games, he's won five of them straight up. He's 4-12 and 12 against the spread. The Atlanta Falcons are 0-6 straight up and against the spread in their last six preseason games. Okay? So he's won five preseason games out of 16, yet he's lost his last six. So it tells me that, you know when he cared about winning preseason games? When he was a new coach. Right? He's a veteran coach that just doesn't care. He just doesn't care. There isn't one starter Nobody ranked number one on the depth chart is playing tonight for the Atlanta Falcons. 25 rookies. Unreal. 25 rookies or unsigned or prospects, etc. And Dan Quinn says he loves the preseason because he gets an opportunity to evaluate uh, these, yep. these guys. And, hey, God bless him for it. You know, he doesn't have to worry about Matt Ryan and Julio Jones or anything like that. But. You've got a guy who's openly admitting, I don't care about these games. I use this as a practice session and a talent evaluation. Conversely, to a coach that's shutting down music, that's hard-ass, that's going to be coaching, coming back from the hospital with uh, kidney stones today. You don't think they want to win this game tonight? Drew Locke makes his NFL, NFL debut dead. tonight. Yeah, no. He he makes his NFL debut tonight. Yep. They've, been, they've been poking him. Hey, you're not doing too good. You're raw. You're nowhere near ready. I think that's just tough love. I want to see what the kid can do tonight. I think Brett Rippin, guys, in the fourth quarter could do some damage, Cam. He's a good quarterback out of Crazy State. Yes. Kurt Bankert yes. will play the majority of the football tonight for the Atlanta Falcons. Bankert's a nice quarterback. He's okay. But 
I like the rotation of Kevin Hogan, Drew Locke, and Brett Rippon. I like the fact I like the quarterback rotation. I like the fact that there's a new coach in town that's going to want to win instead of winning attitude. We have a first-round draft pick that's trying to make a name for himself tonight in Drew Locke, taking on a team that's 0-6 straight up and against the spread in their last six preseason games. That's my case. Uh, that's my uh, argument in court. Well, Capper. Well, you sold me. You sold me. I'm buying. I'm buying all that, really, top to bottom. Uh, on top of this, we saw, you know, last year when, you know, when you brought in the second and third unit to fill, try to backfill from some injuries, key injuries with the Falcons. Those players weren't very good, uh, and they didn't really make moves to improve on their depth this year. It's a, it's truly a, a boomer bust team. And, uh, you know, with, with that little talent on the second and third lines and, you know, a coach in Quinn who has shown the ability to really coach guys up, you know, who are replacement level talent and make them kind of competitive NFL starters, uh, you know, all this does add up to, uh, to value on the Broncos. And I think you were, you were a week ahead of this. You should have gotten some good closing line value on this because I think the Broncos were opened up as dogs, didn't they? Yeah, they yeah. did. It was two, did. two and a half very briefly. And you know what I like about this too, Kev? If you look at the Denver Broncos, actually, there's competition going on here in the backfield. That's Lindsey come out Very of nowhere, important. but yep. you know Absolutely. what I mean. So he's entrenched. But Royce Freeman's a good young back. Devontae Booker was like a third round draft pick, second third round draft pick. These guys are competing. There's actually competition going on for jobs here. That's what I like uh, about uh, about the Denver Broncos in in, um, in a situation like this. Is it a lock? No, it's a preseason game. Anything can happen when we get into the fourth quarter of these games. But I think Denver's the right side. Yeah. Yeah, Denver also today, uh, guys, yep. uh, picked yep. up no, Riddick, no right? They picked up Riddick. He's obviously not going to be in uniform tonight, but a nice little move for them. More competition in the backfield. You guys talk about it. You look at the right wide receiver core, guys like Fowler. They're... Atlanta has Julio Jones in the drop-off, right? So that's the thing. And you guys bring up good points. When Atlanta players... Their first string guys are so much better than everybody else. And then after that, it's like, yeah, I, I, I'm with you, Gabe. I think Rippon is the type of quarterback that will rip it up in the preseason. Don't like the line movement in the game. Uh, I don't know what you guys think about the total. Uh, do you think a lot of these games people just assume under? Maybe we go over. Maybe maybe there is some points in this game. Yeah, first first half over, if anything, I think. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm keyed in on waiting for a second half under. Uh, you know, they're, they, you got to look out for kind of rule changes in the preseason. And this year they're going to, uh, you know, especially enforce uh, offensive holding in a way that could, you know, stymie an offense that, you know, especially an offense that's trying to get it done on the ground. Uh, yeah. So I would say, uh, you know, if, if you start to see flags pop uh, and offensive holding calls, that's going to, you know, those are drive killers. They, you know, those are under, under, you know, under better best friend is an offensive holding penalty. So uh, if that's kind of the, the name of the game in the preseason, then, uh, then unders, especially in the second half, should be uh, pretty nice looks. Listen, being a degenerate gambler that I am, I can tell you from first-hand experience, you bet the total of this Hall of Fame game, it always comes down to the wire of stress. But <laughs> they, it lingers. It does. Let's, look at last year, guys. This is the score last year. 17-16. Baltimore won 17-16. Year before, 2018. That's why I'm warning you guys tonight, do the money line. Don't do it at Broncos minus two and a half. All right? Teams in the preseason, number one, nobody's uh, going to play for a tie. Everyone goes for two. They often go for two just because they want to see and they want to practice going for two. You could have scrub kickers missing extra points if they're not going for two. And there's it often lands on these weird scores. 
You know, like 17, 16, 20, 18. Yeah, yeah. Year before yeah. that, 14, mm-hmm. 3. Year before that, 17, 13. So, 3 and 1 the last four years. It's hard to yeah. bet the over here in these games. It is. Yeah, I, uh, I'm leading with yeah, the under here. Don't stand across zero either. Yeah. <laughs> I might not even just touch it. Take that yeah. All right. Uh, we'll get Will Capper's thoughts on the Melvin Gordon saga. And uh, we'll throw a couple right. of team, uh, team futures at him on the other side. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, thanks to Whale Capper. Uh, Whale Capper has to go uh, monitor uh, California and uh, save them from falling into the ocean. Good point. He's not at home in his mom's basement watching porn. Like, he's got a really important job. So he's got to do what he's got to do. Right, Gabe? <laughs> uh, the Raging Redhead. Uh, Cam Stewart uh, with us. So uh, we brought up Melvin Gordon. Now it's uh, come. Listen, there were reports last week. That um, the, the Chargers had actually offered Melvin Gordon a ten million dollar a year deal, you know, ten to eleven million dollars a year, and now it's pretty much been confirmed that they actually have. So, puts the Chargers in a better light uh, right now. Mm-hmm. Although that it depends on whether you think what Melvin Gordon's value is. Now, Melvin Gordon believes that his value is that of Le'Veon Bell, and you know Zeke Elliott's looking for that. Yeah, they're looking for in the $15 million a year range, Cam. Not $10 million a year, right? So they're they're far apart. The thing is, I don't know how many teams are going to be lining up to pay Melvin Gordon $15 million a year, as in nobody's going to be lining up to pay Melvin Gordon $15 million yeah. a year. Like, it's just I not going to happen. 100%. He's a great back, but he's not, a, he's not, he's not in that... Uh league with those guys I, I would rather have bell i'd definitely rather have ezekiel elliott hell elliott's been in the league for three years you could think he's a jackass he's led the league in rushing two out of three years gabe gordon is a very very good back maybe paid in the you know four to six back range that's where it would be and you know what the chargers are kind of calling the bluff saying well this is what we're going to offer you take it or leave it and him and his agent are staying firm too it sounds to me the more and more he, he maybe just wants out of uh, the uh, out of la but who's going to pay him the money that's the question what team oh, is back that bad He's not going to be playing. He'll never play for the Chargers again after no. this. No. They basically told his agent, go ahead and negotiate with yeah. other teams. Mm-hmm. Like, so basically the Chargers told Gordon and his agent, you know, it won't be tampering, et cetera. They gave them permission. Because it's not just that, hey, the Chargers, uh, you know, we're going to trade you now. We're in tough, tough crap wherever we trade you to. He's got to agree to, to you know what I mean? There's got to be a team out there that says, all right, yeah, we're going we're gonna to extend mm-hmm. your deal and we're going to pay you. Very similar fashion to what the Buffalo Bills did with Sean McCoy, actually. Remember, like, McCoy wanted the extension with the Eagles. Yeah. The Eagles didn't want to do it. The Bills said, we'll do it. And they even threw in an extra $5 million on top of it. I actually think the, the, the Buffalo Bills would be a good fit uh, for Melvin I agree. Gordon. 100%. You guys got Gore. You got LaShawn McCoy. Singletary's just there, but it makes total and, sense. Uh, I'm and, with you. And you know what, Cam? 
Mm-hmm. If you're if you're the Chargers, so what? you've got uh, you got the Jackson dude who's good. Um, you got Eckler, Eckler. who's good. Eckler, uh, that, that's good. Uh, so you got a couple of good guys, but could use a veteran guy like Frank Gore would, would be real good there. Now listen, even McCoy, if McCoy's not an every down back, he can still make some plays for you. He's a veteran. He can pick up blitz coverage. He's been in the league a while. He still has some football left in him in the right situation. And Anthony Lynn. Anthony Lynn was the um, Anthony Lynn coordinator. Was, uh, yeah, was the, the uh, head coach in the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills, the, exactly. Specifically, the running backs coach. Running backs coach before he yep. fell exactly. out backwards and becoming the OC and then the head coach. Right. There's a lot more so lineage he, between these two than we think. There is. There's so he knows he knows the Bills guys. And how about this? If if you're the Bills, I like uh, Devin Singletary, the kid we drafted out of FAU. All right. I like him third too. round pick. He's a real sleeper, this guy. I'd trade him for Melvin Gordon. Oh, yeah. If sure. the like, Chargers said, you know, what, you know what? He'd be a good fit, man. This kid can catch passes. He'd be a good young back for the Chargers. Doesn't make any money either. Right? That makes football sense for everybody. We cut LaShawn McCoy. You release him, whatever. You save $6 million there. Um, you, then suddenly you have a backfield of Melvin Gordon's your starter. Frank Gore's your backup. Pretty freaking solid, bro. I yeah, Melvin Gord and Frank Gore. That'd be great you're, for you guys. Set Shady was, free. Yeah. You save six million. You tell Shady, bro, you can sign. He'll get you go to the Eagles. He'll sign with a good team somewhere. And there was already talk of doing that. There was talk of the Bills trading for Clowney and let McCoy go. You know, I, I it seems to me that the Bills and Chargers can at least have a phone conversation, Cam, and listen to each other on this. Yeah, like when you think about teams who need a running back, and you're kind of realistic with Melvin Gordon, the teams that stick out to me are Buffalo, and another team would be Tampa Bay. With the guys that they have, they they just roll in retreads and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. They're a team, I think that makes a lot of sense too. I don't know fiscally how they could do it, but those are the two teams that I think that really, really would uh, use Melvin Gordon and really help their cause. I'd, I'd love I, to see Melvin Gordon go to Buffalo. I think that'd be great. Um, and the, you know what? The Bills... I bring up the Bills not because I'm a Bills fan, but the Bills often do these things, Cam. Look over the years. LaShawn McCoy, contract situation, boom. Um, uh, Mario Williams, contract yep. situation with Houston, boom. Bills signed him. Um, Terrell Owens. Terrell yes. Owens, problem with another team. The Bills have a hard time. Look, like Antonio Brown didn't want to go there and stuff. So the Bills sort of, like, need to find angles like this. Yo, bro, you're unhappy? Hey, we're here. You know what I mean? And, hey, we'll pay you. Right? And it's suddenly, hey, Buffalo's not so bad after all. And another thing is Melvin Gordon's not some L.A. wuss. This kid ran for, like, 438 yards in the snow. He's a Wisconsin Badger can. He'll fit right in up there in western New York. That's another thing. It's it's one of these things about Buffalo when we talk about it. It really pisses me off. Because we talked to Carlo about it. He told me he went to Buffalo when, when, when we played for the Sabres for a cup of coffee. He said, it's amazing. It's half the price of Toronto. There's still things to do there. It's kind of like one of those growing towns. It's all, you got water. You know, you can get into Pennsylvania. You want to go party in Toronto. It's an hour away. It's like, what's the big deal? That's what really bothers me about players when they go, oh, yeah, I don't want to go play in Buffalo. Well, you're in a league. That's part of your job. When you get traded or whatever, just accept it, man. You can, you can make a great situation yeah. if you have the Antonio positive Brown. attitude going into it. Antonio Brown's just a dick. And you I know what? And I don't care how good he is. I, now now yeah, he's like, shitting on NFL teams. Now, now, yeah, now, now he's so Everyone cool. Everyone had him on years ago, how humble he was and what he is now. 
I think about that interview, Gabe, when we used to talk. We talk. It's crazy, guys. When Gabe and I were doing a show, we had uh, college guys on. We talked to Sheard, Colin Kaepernick, Antonio Brown, and Antonio Brown was one of our favorite guys. Great interview, positivity. When I listen to that and then listen to this now, it's amazing how people can change. It's actually really upsetting because the like kid John was awesome. None of the guys saw yeah. change before yeah. my eyes. Excellent point, Gabe. When we met him in Montreal, nicest guy in the world. Now look at him. Success uh, can skill a lot of people. I, no, I agree. I think he's a nice fit for Buffalo. You, you brought up Tampa. Tampa's running backs, Peyton Barber, Ronald Jones, and, uh, and Allington. It's subpar. Not going to work. Not, yeah. not, not good enough. Um, nice fit there. I agree. Um, you know, a team that Gordon would, like, put, like, sort of help it over the top, which would be, if I was an NFC team, I would not be happy if the Bears did this. Oh, the Bears are already lethal, bro. They have Khalil Mack. Trubisky is good. Uh, drafted Trubisky, Montgomery, though, from uh, Iowa State. They went pretty high for him, too. Like, he's going to be a good I know. Back. Yeah, but he's not I Melvin Gordon. No, he's don't know. He's not Melvin Gordon. But, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, those two teams to me are, though, like, ones people, that make sense. People have been bringing up the uh, – what about the 49ers? Who's the 49ers running back? Oh, the 49ers went and got Tevin Coleman from Atlanta. Ah, that's and right. They, Tevin Coleman now. Yeah, got, yeah, that's uh, right. They got, who's the other guy that played well at the end of the year? Mostard. Yeah. Is it mustard? I had mustard in my fridge. Uh, yeah, mostard. And uh, who's the other but guy? If they you got? think so him, about it, Kev, yeah. there's, not, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of teams that are desperate for running backs. Like, I was looking no. at it. Like, let's go through the league here. Um, all right, we brought up the Buffalo Bills. The Bills have a bunch of backs yet. They have depth at the running back position. It can make yeah. this work. So I think the Bills are in the mix here. Uh, the yeah. Bills have a couple of bucks left, too. The Miami Dolphins. was Kenny on Drake? Uh, Dolphins yeah. aren't really going in. The Dolphins aren't going to do this, though. They're not yeah, going right to do it. They have problems. They, yeah. Gordon's not going to bring them over the top. Pass? No. Uh, New England Patriots? No. They're not going to do it. The Patriots. They got a million back there. They drafted Sonny Michelle. They drafted the kid out of Alabama this year. Yeah. Damian Harris again. Like they, 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 you know what I mean? They're not doing it. New York There's Jets just gave $84 million to Le'Veon Bell. Cincinnati so Bengals yeah. have Joe Mixon. Yep. Uh, Cleveland Browns have 13 Chubb. running backs already. <laughs> Chubb. Uh, Chubb and Pittsburgh. Yep. Yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers aren't doing it. They've got Connor. Uh, they got Jalen Samuels. They got Benny Snell. Yeah. They're not doing it. You got it. Baltimore Ravens. Ravens wouldn't be yeah. a bad, crazy thing, actually. What? They got Mark Ingram. You have Elvin yeah. Gordon and Ingram. That's a nice one-two combo right there. It How is. about uh, Lamar Jackson? Fair. That's a great point. And the thing is, they're two totally different backs. You'd have yeah. Melvin Gordon as a patch catch. Just like Kamara and Ingram were. Yes, yes. And the thing about Ingram is, Baltimore almost needs like a backup policy. Ingram's not a kid anymore, Gabe, too, right? He's had some good seasons, but you know what I mean? He's going to get a little bit long at the tooth. They do need some depth. I think Baltimore, that's actually a really yeah. good spot, too. So, so far, Baltimore we got Buffalo and Baltimore. It so, sort of Tampa. makes good sense for both teams. Well, we get to the NFC. Tennessee, I'm Derrick Henry, not happening. A lot of people are tweeting me. I said, who should he go to? A lot of people are talking about the Colts. Listen, the Colts aren't interested uh, in the superstar. They, they're, yeah, they already paid Luck a lot of money. They have to pay their young studs on defense a lot of money soon. They have Mac. They pay wide receivers. They've been patient with Mac. Mac is finally getting good. They didn't go after Le'Veon Bell. They're not going to go after Melvin Gordon. Jacksonville Jaguars have Leonard Fournette. I don't like Fournette, but they are stuck with Fournette now. Houston Texans, sort of a mix. But the thing is, they pay Lamar Miller a lot of money already. They and do. the Texans have a lot of big contracts on their team. They can't afford it. 
They're going to have to I pay agree. Deshaun Watson soon. They have a bunch of studs on their team. They can't afford it. They you haven't managed their me, money well. Me and Kurtz talked about it. The perfect fit for the Texans would have been uh, would have been Le'Veon Bell, but you said it. Their, their contracts are too big. They yeah, don't have the money, money to do it. Exactly. Yeah. He'd be the perfect back there, though. Denver Broncos aren't going to do it, and, and the Chargers aren't trading nope. Melvin Gordon in the division. That's not happening. Nope. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs would be a great fit for Melvin Gordon. And that's the thing. Williams is good, and he doesn't even make that much money, dude. He's, they gave him a deal last year, $4 million a year, Cam. He agreed to an $8 million two-year deal when, when Hunt was gone. He said, I'll that's take the money. Do. Teams yeah, got to be exactly. smart like that. Like, don't wait till the end of the rookie deal or whatever. If me and you were coaches of the team and we liked the guy, Gabe, I'd say, listen, let's bring this guy in the room and, you know, we got to take a little bit of a chance here. Let's try to get an extension going. And now it looks like a steal, right? Like, that's what you do. I, th- I find teams a lot of the time, you're waiting and you're waiting and waiting, and then these guys want the bank. It's right. Sometimes you just got to, you know, make an extension a little bit before and it'll help you down the line. So then you get into the NFC, dude. There's really not a lot of options for him. Dallas Cowboys is not happening. They're going to pay Zeke no. Elliott. New York Giants have Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Philadelphia Eagles are intriguing, but they have a bunch of like they have, they have, they have six guys. Yeah. That's another exactly. thing. They got yeah. a million guys yeah. there. It's ridiculous. And, and, yeah. And he's not like way better than all of them. So they're not going to change that. Green Bay Packers have Aaron Jones that they can never get going. Um, Dalvin Cook, Minnesota Vikings. Atlanta Falcons. Dude, they're up against it with their contracts. Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Devontae Freeman. Everyone on defense is getting paid in that room. They don't have any money. New Orleans Saints have Camara. You called it. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, nice fit. Carolina has yep. McCaffrey. That's not happening. Rams. 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 You know, Todd Gurley's supposedly healthy, but that's not going to happen. Arizona has David Johnson, who's healthy. You just brought exactly. it up. San Francisco signed Tevin Coleman. And then you get to your Seattle Seahawks that wouldn't be a bad fit, actually. But everyone they, they loves have, but Chris the Carson. Seattle year, is, but I'm not loving they already that. Have, they have a million guys. You got know, Carson. They got Penny. You they got Carson. Yeah, Penny exactly. first round. You got a million guys there. That's the thing about Seattle. They got they got backs they don't even use anymore, right? Uh, what are so really from Notre Dame? C.J. Prosace so, doesn't even play anymore. It's so crazy. what are we looking at? Yeah, Washington Redskins have guys. He's back now. That's um, the thing. So what are we looking at here? What teams really are in the mix? Tampa Bay? Baltimore. Baltimore. And I don't even think Baltimore yep. wants to do this. Baltimore aren't in the I habit agree. of paying running backs $10 million a year. Right? No, they're not. Like, I'm telling you, Melvin, you don't have a lot of options, bro. <laughs> no, you don't. Like, <laughs> Buffalo comes a knock, and you better answer, buddy. Like, in other words, Melvin Gordon, I hate to put it this way, but you're going to end up taking $10 million a year to play a Buffalo or Miami or some crap-ass team. But you could have got 10 mil to be on the Chargers in L.A. on a Super Bowl contender. Game time decisions continue. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game time decisions continues. Uh, let's check in on the leaderboard, Cam. 
I got well, I got good news problem. for you. I got good news for you, buddy. Uh, very good news. Matt Tiyama? Yeah, he's up uh, three shots on him. Webb Simpson fired a six under today. Matt Tiyama's three under. So we're up on three in that matchup bet. Also, Jordan Spieth, he's only two shots back after six under today. The same as Webb Simpson. A lot of guys we have are doing well. Let's hope for the same thing tomorrow, man. We got some real guy, guys hovering around the leaderboard. Guys going low today. And one of our six-packs, Sun J.M., currently tied for the lead. But let's do it on uh, hopefully uh, him or Spieth wins. That would be great. I put uh, put 100 bucks on that prop. I didn't get the perfect freaking picking. Like, son of a he was bitch. a dog. I, I He was a dog no, to Paul Casey, to too, in his matchup bet. I, I got him at plus 130 versus Paul Casey. I haven't seen where Casey is. I told you I like Spieth against Reed. I told you I liked him against Reed in that yeah. matchup. Yeah, and Reed, yeah, Reed, uh, let's see what Reed did. Reed did nothing today. Oh, I think Reed he's like one under, one under. He, no, he's two he's under. Not even so on, nowhere near he's the top got of the leaderboard. Four-shot lead. He's got a four-shot lead on Reed right now. And it, that, that matchup, I think he was a duck. It was like a pick em. So, yeah, it's pretty yeah, interesting it minus, stuff. Minus 116. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. I'm happy, man. I just, I'll tell you something. Webb Simpson didn't even play well today, and he shot a six under. So, hopefully, he can keep it up. Uh, it's going to be interesting, man. I, I just like, Gabe, I like that bet. It's just the guy, it's in his backyard. You know, it's 40 cents. Hideki Matsuyama, three under is still good. But, you know, Webb Simpson's been on fire. He finished second to Kepka last week. So, I thought that was a pretty good matchup bet. I hope you win. 100 bucks. It's nice. Uh, be a nice haul. Jordan Spieth is seven to one uh, right now to win? win the tournament. Yeah, Webb Simpson. Yeah, I like it better to... at eighteen, <laughs> right? That's that's the problem. Yeah, I was sixteen I'm already, to one I'm already here lo- last night. I'm already loaded on it, so I'm not going to touch it. I've already got a piece of them, so we will see. The Brewers There's winning. A... Uh, oh no, what's going on? Three-two. Oakland just scored. Oh boy. How did baseball go today? Do you bet anything? No. Actually, had a good day. The Mets, the Mets did a good, uh, great performance by Wheeler. Gabe, you said it, man. These pitchers, seven Ks, seven innings, they're motivated. I would have taken uh, the Mets, and I didn't get out here on time. I'm telling you, the Mets are red hot, and the Mets might make the playoffs, bro. There's a lot of baseball left. Yep, I agree. Yeah, Yeah, they're on a seven-game win streak. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. News, guys. It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 Thank you very much, gang. Hey, everybody. I'm Cam School with your Fantasy Sports Network news update. The NFL is here, everybody. Hallelujah. The preseason gets underway tonight. The Hall of Fame game from Canton, Ohio. Tonight, 8 o'clock, as Denver takes on Atlanta. Current betting line, Denver minus 2.5 total at 35 flat. Money line, Denver minus 145. Atlanta plus 125. If you want to bet the first half, Denver is minus a half point. Total is 17. First half money line, same as the game. Denver minus 45 cents. Atlanta plus 125. Broncos coach Vic Fangio is going to try to coach tonight despite a kidney stone issue that put him in the hospital earlier today. Maybe the Broncos will win one for Vic. The Morvin, Melvin Gordon sag is getting much worse if you're the Chargers. It's getting a little bit scary here. Melvin Gordon's agent, Demarius Bilbo, requested a trade last week for his client. After the Chargers refused to increase their initial offer of approximately $10 million for the running back, 
according to ESPN. However, Chargers GM Tom Telesco did not give Bilbo permission to seek trade partners for his client. Gordon's party wants an extension in line with the top running backs in the league or a trade. The former first-round pick out of Wisconsin has a one-year $5.6 million uh, deal left on his rookie deal. The tailback still a no-show at Chargers training camp and uh, is threatening to hold out the regular season games. Gordon's request of over $10 million a season would place him among uh, the running backs in fourth behind Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, and David Johnson. And Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott, he's still holding out for a deal that could top Gurley's probably will be the top highest paid back once they get a deal done. Frisian running back Theo Riddick will sign with the Denver Broncos this week. According to Mike Kliss of Denver News 9 Television, uh, Riddick was released by the Lions on Saturday after six seasons in the Motor City. Longtime Carolina Panthers center Ryan Khalil has come out of retirement to join the New York Jets. Khalil's going to sign a one-year deal worth $8.4 million. The 34-year-old will provide a nice veteran presence for second-year quarterback Sam Darnold. Followed from the Reds and Pirates brawl, a mountain in eight suspensions total. Things got a little bit crazy. Pilots reliever Keone Kella, he's uh, suspended 10 games for intentionally throwing at Derek Dietrich of the Cincinnati Reds. He threw at his head, and that's the thing that instigated the brawl. Pirates infielder Jose Asuno gets five games. Pitcher Kyle Crick gets three. Manager Clint Hurdle, he was docked with a two-game suspension. On the red side, Amir Garrett, remember, he wanted to take on the whole team. He got eight games. Jared Hughes, three-game suspension. Manager David Bell, six. And newly acquired uh, Cleveland Indian, Yasil Puig, got three games in the brawl. Puig is appealing and will make his debut for the Indians tonight. Let's take a look at the scoreboard, everybody. The tw- uh, Marlins, big win over the Twins today, 5-4 to four and 12. Harold Ramirez with the walk-off home run in extra innings. The Phillies hammered the Giants 10-2 the final. JT Riomuto with a three-run bomb for the Phils in the win. Mets and White Sox. Mets win 4 to nothing. Great performance by Wheeler. Zach Wheeler, four hits in seven innings and seven Ks. Dylan Cease takes the loss for the White Sox. Cano, home run number 10. Milwaukee and Oakland still going on right now. And the Brew Crew currently lead 3-2 to two in the bottom of seven. Oakland has a runner on. 7.05, Toronto and Baltimore pick them 10. Thornton and Wajikowski. we got a pair at 7-10. Houston minus 200 at Cleveland, 8.5. Cole versus Salazar, nice matchup. Tampa Bay and Boston, the Red Sox laying 20 cents, 10.5. McKay and Kashner at 7.15. Cubs and Cards, St. Louis minus 120. Eight is your total, Lester and Flaherty. 7.20, Cincinnati and Atlanta. Braves minus 165, total 9.5. Desclafani versus Freed. And at 10.10, we got San Diego and the Dodgers. Dodgers minus 210, 8. Lucchese versus Kershaw. Hoop news, New York Knicks rookie R.J. Barrett will not represent Canada at the feeble World Cup of Basketball. He's recovering from a calf strain. Andre Drummond of Detroit and Montrez Harrell of the L.A. Clippers. The latest players to pull out of Team USA's World Cup training camp. The Oklahoma City Thunder and Patrick Patterson have negotiated a buyout on the final year of his deal. And Patterson intends to sign on with the L.A. Clippers after the buyout. In the NHL, the Rangers have bought out blue liner Ryan Shattenkirk. He's got two years left on his big deal of $26.6 million. They save $6.65 in cap space. The Calgary Flames have placed Michael Stone on waivers as well. A doubleheader in CFL tonight, first at 7 o'clock. Winnipeg at Toronto. Bombers minus 14 and a half on the road. Total 48 and a half. Next up in the doubleheader, 930 action. Hamilton at Saskatchewan. Riders minus three total at 49. And Dane Evans, quarterback uh, formerly of the Tulsa Golden Hurricane, gets the start for the Ticats tonight. Round one of the PGA's Wyndham Championship on the go. Ben on and Sanjay M tied for the lead at minus eight. Tournament favorite Webb Simpson, two back at six under. Jordan Spieth also in the clubhouse at six under. We talked about Danish golfer Thorbjörn Olesen arrested for allegedly sexually assaulting a passenger on a flight from Nashville to London. Uh, yeah, it's crazy stuff. A witness telling uh, they saw Olesen also urinating in the aisle of first-class cabin. He was absolutely pissed drunk. Police were waiting for him at Heathrow Airport. 
has been booked on sexual assault, being drunk on an aircraft, and failing to comply with orders from a cabin crew. He has now been released, but the investigation is ongoing. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morency was Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage Radio. We're going to talk a little MLB, NFL, and a whole lot more, and some CFL, too. So stick around, everybody. Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage, coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game-time-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision-decision
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, game time decisions, Red Heat Rage on Radio Level 2. Uh, the best is a uh, dude came uh, over here, an old guy came up uh, during uh, the commercial break, and uh, he said, hey, uh, what station are you broadcasting on right now? I told him, Fantasy Sports uh, Radio Network, uh, Sports Grid, iHeart, and TuneIn. And uh, should have seen, like, the look of, like, <laughs> what? like yeah, whatever this. <laughs> like, no, he could not have been least impressed. He was like, like kind of like, I know, he made this face like, I don't know what he wanted to hear, ESPN or I, I'm not yeah, sure, but W oh, yeah, 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 like, local, uh, W fan or ESPN. Yeah. It's like, hey buddy, welcome to the the new world we're living in here. I had another guy uh, the other night. Uh, I was like, they all talk to me while I talk too. Like they don't get, like, they're kind of old. Like they don't get like the headphones and talking. I had another guy come the other night. He came up. He goes, uh, he goes, you ever win any of these picks you give everybody? <laughs> Nice. That's one of the, one of the old guys. Session sometimes. Um, it's funny because I'm talking louder than that. There's a bunch of horse guys like, very close. They, if they want, they can. If they're paying attention, they can hear. Um, well, the studio will be fully, uh, fully ready and expanded. We're just in a temporary setting here right now. Um, late August, August 24th uh, or so. So uh, let's. We have NFL football on tap here this evening. I already played the Denver Broncos on the money line. I got it last night at minus 140. It's minus 144 now. There's also CFL football on tap here tonight. Let's bring in Andrew McKinnis. Uh, sportsmemo.com does a, a ton of uh, CFL watching, viewing, and wagering. What's going on, McKinnis? How you doing tonight? Gentlemen, how are you guys? It's, uh, it's a pretty good week. Uh, last week, we did pretty good with the CFL. Um, actually going to get some wings uh, here shortly. And don't worry, Dave, the wings are actually going to have bones in them. So, uh Looking forward to that. It's wing night in Halifax. So I uh, had to do that and uh, watch some CFL tonight. How are you guys doing? Considering how many pub, pubs there are in Halifax, every night is wing night in Halifax. Good <laughs> point. There's a, there's a tavern on every corner. Uh, yeah, there's like seven taverns on every corner. Up. <laughs> yeah, you're right. For the record, it was national national chicken wing uh, hashtag day, of course, the other day. And I don't know if you saw Cam and McKinnis, but uh, Joey Chestnut pounded 413 wings. That guy's amazing. Wow. God, he's good. Yeah, but he didn't do it in, like, he didn't speed. He didn't uh, how speed long? do it. Uh, 12 hours. Oh, okay. 12 hours? Yeah. Uh, how many do you he think I, I could do? He hung, do out, do he hung out at a Hooters all day. I think he got yeah. paid to hang out at a Hooters. So during the, throughout the entire day, he crushed 413, 413 wings. I think you could do a couple of hundred, Cam. Easily in 12 hours, that gives me enough time to like really reload. I'm I actually, you know what, Gabe? I'm starting to think 250, three. I'd like I'd like to hit 300, but I'm no Joey Chestnut, obviously. But that number over 12 hours, that's starting yeah. to get more attainable here. Yeah, let's not forget 250, you, you 300. 
in your yesteryear, Cam, when you're younger, you're like Chuck Liddell. You're like a UFC fighter. You're you're forgetting. Yeah, I've taken a lot. You've been knocked out a few times. You know what I mean? It's like you're like Cam's like I could take it, and I'm like I'm thinking. Yeah, you tapped out boy. after like that one burrito that time too. That kid, that <laughs> that kid fleeced me. He was a professional. It was also I was really nervous because I was the favorite in it. Like I, I prefer to be in the underdog role, Moran. So you're right. I, I choked that night. But that kid, man, he had a he had a bottomless stomach. I don't well, know. Where I'm saying your did. stomach. He, he was a freak. He I'm lost all that weight. St- then he had, he had a big stomach, right? Your stomach would hurt. I'm saying after like yeah, I think well. after about 150 wings, I think you tap out. Yeah, it's a lot of wings. We could yeah. try. 12 hours? I guess we're going to do it one football day. It'd have to be from, like, the 1 o'clock games to, like, the late games. Yeah, we'll give it a shot one night if they're cheap. Uh, but I think, we'll what about you, McKinnis? Like, what, how many wings do you eat, Eugene McKinnis? You eat, like, 10, <laughs> 15, 20? Oh, am I that much 30. of a skinny-looking guy to you, Gabe? I, I can eat. <laughs> I'm not really a big, I'm not really a much of well, a, dude, a wing guy, to be honest with 10 you. 10 wings is like an order of get. wings. Ten wings in order of wings, McKinnis. Not normal, normally. I think, my, I, I think McKinnis is a thirty-wing guy for a game. Thirty, 30 wings. wings. Yeah, you yeah, can do I'm it more easy. I'm like Cam, where it's about it's a how long the sitting is. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm a really slow eater. So you give me lots of time, I can pound them back. But you give me, you know, twenty minutes, I'm not really going to put up that good of numbers for you. So I'll, I'll say, you know, twenty, thirty, something like that. Tonight, you oh, know, no. it's like fifty cents a wing. So. No, no, no. But the thing is, no, no. But when you order wings from a restaurant, how many wings are you ordering? Nobody orders thirty or forty freaking wings. Besides Cam, no, I know, I know, I and know. even Cam doesn't like, order that many. No, I, I always start at two pounds. So what's two pounds? Usually about <laughs> twenty wings. Yeah, Can't it's about one. twenty. You're right. Yeah, and it's only yeah, Ontario that does that games. pound thing. I don't like pounds either. I want it per wing. It's a scam. Yeah, tell me how many wings I'm getting. <laughs> I know, man. I'm so sick and tired of the way restaurants are fleecing people with wings. I got to get out to Halifax. Fifty cents a wing? What a deal! We used they used wings <laughs> used to be throwaways, Gabe. They used to give them away with beer. Like I was like, oh, okay, pitcher, five cent wings, ten cent wings. Then all of a sudden they're charging a dollar twenty-five a wing. Get bent. I'm not paying a dollar twenty-five a guys, wing. I used to be a waiter at a restaurant out in the country near my cottage, and we would have a wing night. And, uh, you know, one of the basket colors would be for people that had the all-you-can-eat wings, and one of the basket colors would be people that had the just regular, you know, kind of better quality wings. So I remember one time there was a couple on a date, and, uh, you know, the the girl got just a regular 10 wings, and the guy got the all-you-can-eat. So I, I swear to God, this girl was done her meal and like, five, ten minutes or ten wings, and she was just sitting there, nothing to drink, nothing to eat, and this guy just kept calling me back. He must have had 40, 50 wings that night, and she was just sitting there, you know, twiddling her fingers, waiting for this guy to be, like, he had no, he just Great, did eh? not hold back. He just kept going and going. <laughs> I can style. 413 wings. All right. Um, CFL football tonight. Uh, Toronto Argonauts on their home field here tonight. And I was saying, McKinnon, it's not like the Argonauts have a big home field advantage. The attendance is um, is minimal uh, in Toronto. But they have been competitive, at least. You know what I mean? They've covered a couple of numbers, unlike the BC Lions. Getting 14 and a half. I was very underwhelmed with Winnipeg last week. I guess they were due for mm-hmm. a clunker. You know, Nichols didn't look good. They couldn't protect them. It was just a bad performance last week. And the thing is, guys, Masoli got knocked out pretty early. Like, Dane Evans played the entire second half, and they they 
the offense couldn't move the ball on the Ticats. How do you think they bounce back tonight, McKinnis? What do you think of this game tonight? Well, first of all, Gabe, you're right. I mean, they don't have any sort of uh, home field advantage. Uh, you know more than me actually going to those games and checking them out, but it seems to me they don't really have much of an advantage uh, in, in that way. But, guys, let's just take a look at that bounce-back game from Edmonton last week, the way that they shut out the Argos. I mean, the Argos didn't even get a point. A complete goose egg, zero points, uh, 26 to nothing. Guys, they're in a big, big quarterback issue right now, and I'm happy that they actually brought in uh, Zach Kalaros from the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. However, he's not playing tonight. Uh, I believe he'll play after their bye week. So, once again, they're going with McLeod Bethel-Thompson. And the last time I spoke with both you guys, I told you I didn't like him. Uh, he seems like a great guy, has a pretty good story to him. I know he was cut from a lot of teams, but he can't get any consistency going. And I'm going to go with the exact angle that I went with last week with Edmonton, uh, although it wasn't really needed. I'm on uh, Winnipeg, first half, minus eight. I think that after that performance they put forward last week and got their first loss, they're going to be hungry. And, uh, you know, their reports and their conferences and interviews uh, all week long pretty much said, hey, look, we're not taking this Argos team lightly. And I know anyone can say that, but it seems to me they're going to come out here and, and absolutely mess up Toronto. And I feel like we can't really take Toronto seriously and, until they have a good quarterback, until Kalaros is uh, behind center. So until then, guys, it's uh, open season against the Argos. What about the total? Cam was saying he liked the over in this game uh, before. Can the Argonauts score enough to help it get to the over? Yeah, Gabe, I actually did lock in the over early in the week, and to be honest, it's not my favorite total bet of the week. Uh, it's it's more so just hope that uh, we can see something better out of this Argos team. But we do know that, you know, Winnipeg averaging 30 points uh, a game. I mean, I think they can get up to upwards of 35, 36 points. And, you know, we just need something out of Toronto. And they do have the options. Uh, I believe Armani Edwards has been cleared. Uh, of course, SJ Green. They've got guys that are out there. Darrell Walker's getting more involved. So I, I do lean to the owner as well, but it's a tough task with this 0-16, team, guys. All right, we'll take a quick break. Uh, we'll hit the other game with McKinnis. We've got Cam's thoughts on these games uh, as well. We'll take a look at the Major League uh, Baseball card uh, tonight. The Blue Jays have been hot. They're taking off Baltimore tonight. Uh, Boston Red Sox blow. Uh, Kastner uh, goes for the Sox. Houston, Cleveland. A uh, big uh, first place on the line here tonight. Cubs and Cards. Cubs and Cards, Benson, Rave, and Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope. And type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Hey, guys, get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook. We're listening to the show. If you get a risk-free bet up to 500 bucks. here's how it works. One, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. Two, make a deposit. And three, place your first bet in DraftKings. going to match it up to 500 bucks. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play at sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly because this offer is not going to be around forever. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for full details. Game time decisions. Ready for age on radio continues. I am Arensky. We're at the uh, Meadowlands. FanDuel uh, Sportsbook. Andrew McKinnon, sportsmemo.com. Uh, joining us right now, talking CFL. So, Cam, I, I'm not in a hurry. I don't really feel like laying 14 and a half points with the Winnipeg no, Blue Bombers uh, tonight. Goodbye. 
I think the Argos can hang around, actually. Here's the thing. The last time the Argos played Winnipeg, remember, it was a late touchdown for them to cover. They ended up winning the game by, like, 20 points, I remember. That was in Winnipeg. It's a lot of points. You know what, uh, Gabe? Uh, I'm not going to advocate a teaser. I'm with McInnes. I lean to the over in this game because I think Winnipeg's probably going to get about 33, and I think the Argos are probably going to get about 23. Winnipeg maybe win by 10. I think it's a few few too many points. So I kind of lean uh, dog and the over in this game here. But I'm thinking about the teaser, but we'll see. These teasers can be dangerous. They can be very dangerous. All right, uh, so Hamilton Tiger Cats in Saskatchewan, uh, McInnes uh, here. Ticats impressive. Look, last week uh, I was on Winnipeg in that game, and then when Masoli went down, it appeared as if though, wow, Winnipeg's in a good spot. And we were doing a show here live, and I told people jump in on the Bombers in the second half here because you got a backup quarterback. Winnipeg's offense just couldn't get it going. In fact, they got freaking shut out in the second half, which is pretty pathetic. Uh, they got shut out in the second half. Hamilton only scored a field goal in the second half. I'm not overly impressed. I don't think Evans going to be able to do very much tonight. I'm looking at the total here. It's 49. My gut tells me it's going to be a lower-scoring defensive-minded game, but Saskatchewan did hang 45-plus up last week. Uh, Fajardo's playing well, man. For, 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 uh, Cody Fajardo's actually it's a good yep. fit uh, for him in Saskatchewan right now. I think the Ticats lose this football game, but I'll be honest, I've been on the wrong side of a couple of Ticat games betting against them already this year, but I'll line up again against them. What do you think, uh, Andrew? What do you got? I was on the Bombers as well last week, Gabe. But looking at this one here, I, I just have to say that my favorite play really of the night is going to be the over in this one. A lot of people, in, you know, including odds makers, are not giving enough credit to Dane Evans. And he doesn't really have much of a CFL resume. I'll tell you, I didn't know much about him. But spending some time looking looking uh, you know, off his stats and his history, it seems to me he's a, he's a very hardworking guy that uh, – you know, has a resume. He did really well for Tulsa. Uh, you know, 8,332 career yards and 52 career touchdowns. Uh, he had four career 400-plus passing yard games. And from what I've looked around, like all everywhere I look, you see everyone says how hard of a working guy that he is and the way that he kind of uh, shadows behind Masoli. And, and, you know, the time really is now for him. And I think that, you know, he's used to that uh, fast-tempoed offense from Tulsa and from, you know, being around the Hamilton Tiger Cats, I, I really do feel like he'll be able to step up, step up and in and, and make a quick impact. And this is a low total. Uh, I think this is a low total for these two teams. And me personally, I thought that Saskatchewan was going to be a big defensive juggernaut coming into this year, and they haven't really shown that. They've actually, you know, cashed them over tickets, and they've, you know, produced, and they've been able to show to us that they can actually score points and uh, put up some impressive numbers. So I really like the over in this game. I think it's going to be an absolute battle until the last uh, the last snap. So uh, I'm with the over. And looking at this side, actually, I'm on Hamilton plus the three here, uh, Gabe. If you look at the the uh, wins Saskatchewan has, they really have only beat BC twice, and they beat Toronto once. So this is kind of a battle for me. What can you do against a good team? Prove to me, Saskatchewan, you can actually play and beat a good team because Beating BC and stomping them in back-to-back weeks doesn't prove to me that you can, you know, score on good defenses and good teams. Uh, so that's kind of the angle I'm going. Even without uh, Brandon Banks, even without Sean Thomas Erlington, even without Jeremiah Masoli, I still feel like Hamilton is the better football team. Cam, you're taking Hamilton tonight? Yeah. Ian McInnes, uh, we're, we're tied at the hip with the chicken wings and the tie cats tonight, uh, Marenzi. I, I, 
I think Dean Evans guys are going to be wrong. Shock. Are we, Gabe? Are we? Time will tell. I was on Hamilton. I was on Hamilton against uh, a Winnipeg that week. I was on an island, man. I, BC screwed me, but got that one right. I'm telling you, Gabe, I think Evans was a little bit of deer in the headlights home crowd, and I think it worked against him. A little bit of time to prepare. He understands what's going on, and I'm with McKinnis. I think uh, Saskatchewan's resume, they're not as good as people think they are. Hamilton could hang with them. I think they could win the game outright. I am taking the points, and I will sprinkle on the money line. Give me the tie cats on the road. Like Gabe, uh, how, how much do you factor that in, the amount of points they score against a bad team? Well, whatever. Hamilton put up 64 points against the Argonauts it's in the week Argonauts. one. They lost to the Montreal Alouettes. It's not like... Uh, yeah, Alouettes are playing you know, great balls. Yeah, the Alouettes are playing better. Chemistry. I know, I get it. Listen, one thing that surprised me, Andrew, the most here is Hamilton's defense has been playing real well this year. Like, last week was an impressive win, man. You lose Masoli, you hang on, you shut down the Bombers. They terrorized Nichols. They For terrorized sure. them. But I'm looking at Saskatchewan's offense, guys. 45 against BC. 38 against BC. 32 against Toronto. Uh, 41 against Ottawa. Uh, they lost 23-17. Um, what was that? The uh, the opener of the year, actually. I'm I'm going with the home team, guys. We're 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 all over the place here. I'm 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 sort of worried about the under of this game, though, because I see Saskatchewan score when they play at home. You raise a good point that they play bad yeah. teams, but the Kenneths, they're all bad. It's the CFL, bro. You know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> there are eight I, I other think, teams. Gabe. Like yeah, like last you know what week, I mean. What do you want? Last like, week was bad quality football. Last week is probably the worst. It's the week last of three weeks has been bad. Yeah, no, I, I would oh, say no, the good. last three to four weeks have been pathetic. And the worst is me and Gabe <laughs> McKinnis. We're advocating the CFL to our friends in the states. It's like if they're tuning in for these games, they're like, "What the hell's going on here? Like, it's bad football. It better get better." Yeah, you're preaching to the choir, Cam. You're preaching to the choir, man. I'm trying to get my friends here, even in Canada, to like it. Uh, and they're like, "Hey, look, like you know, what am I going to do? Watch this 17-16 Calgary Ottawa game or a 45-18 Saskatchewan BC game? Not much entertainment there." It's also Gabe. Gabe and I talked about the turnovers. That's the difference between Canadian Football League too, Gabe. The fumbles at the one yard line. Like we were watching that game the night we're doing in bet live. Fumble at the one. Fumble at the goal line. Interception at the goal line. Like in the NFL, they don't make those mistakes. Well, what it is, Cam? I brought it up too. Look. Every, like, wide receiver, look, a wide receiver in the CFL, they're good. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they, they've got good hands. You know what I mean? They're going to make plays, this or that. They might be a step slow with their 40. They might not be able to separate at the line of scrimmage. There's always just sort of one little thing that's keeping them out of the NFL. But, as you stated, and I've been talking about this, that's the difference. In the NFL, you drop two passes in a game. Like, look, a wide receiver in the NFL has seven or eight drops in a year. and he gets very criticized for it. Like you said, there's like mental mistakes, lack of concentration in the CFL, where guys drop passes that have cost a first down drive. You're going to end up on the bench in the NFL. You will not play. You know what I mean? It's like the best story I can tell people of that is Bill O'Brien telling DJ Yates. He said, DJ, he goes, you're freaking good, man. He goes, you got a lot of talent and stuff. He goes, but a quarterback makes 65 decisions or so in a game. He goes... 62 times out of 65, you get the job done. He goes, those three other times cost your team the game and is why you'll never be a starter in this league. And he said, you can make one mistake a game as a quarterback. Yeah, one interception, one mistake, one 
one mistake. You can't make three mistakes in a game if you're a quarterback. And that's the difference, Cam, right? And that's the thing. Guys in the CFL. Very true. They'll drop a second and nine that causes a I first know, down. and an easy hey, pass, too. Maybe that's not going to cost people a job in the CFL, but in the NFL, the coordinator just lost his $1.2 million a year job because of this. Dennis Erickson lost his job because the ref got it wrong in the review that year. Oh, oh yeah, the right? you know what Like, the no review day. Like, you know what I'm saying? The him, jobs are on the line in the NFL. CFL, it's like, yeah, whatever. They're paying me in Wendy's and KFC gift cards. Screw them. I dropped the pass. So what? Right? Like, what do you want from me? Yeah, they're like, whatever, man. You're, you're giving me 180K. All right. What do you want from me? You know, that's what yep. they're that's sort of the attitude. But it's good football, but it's just those little mistakes. And another thing, McKinnis and Cam, with the CFL, the big problem is now is there's a lack of, there's no parity. Like, basically, one team sucks every week in a game. Yeah. Like, it's one true. team will be completely inept. Ottawa will score one point. Toronto will get shut out. Like, it's not like both teams suck. One team will show up and just kick the crap out of another team. That's what happens every week now. Again, and here I am wanting to take no, the Argos plus 14 like an idiot. <laughs> I'm thinking about it too, buddy. <laughs> it's, it's good to mention, though. It's important to mention that the turnover rate is really good in the CFL. I was reading an article talking about that actually the other day. When uh, the Ottawa Red Blacks came back into the league in their inaugural season, uh, when they came back, they only took two years after, and then 2016, they won the Grey Cup. They only got two wins in their first season, and then two years later, they won the Grey Cup. So it, it does prove that at least, you know, if you're really horrible one year, you can kind of take just a short period of time you to get that horrible. rebuild going. You could be horrible in the year and turn it around. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's it. They look at the Alouettes. Alouettes were laughing stock last month. Now suddenly they're a dangerous team that's going to the playoffs. Now, right? They're no, laying a touchdown a now. Yeah, yeah. Now they're laying a touchdown. And the thing is, the <laughs> CFL's weird. Like Kahari Jones comes in and people like him. It's like, wow, all of a sudden it's like a whole different vibe, right? That doesn't like they've changed their franchise, Gabe. Like, look what's happened to these guys. Now they're like a, you know, seven point dogs to seven point favorites, fourteen point swings. Like, that's the thing about the CFL. Once you get a little bit of mojo, it's uh, it's really reflective. In the NFL, it's tougher to get on rolls rolls like that. But yeah, I don't know, guys. Up to I just now. up to yeah, fifteen. Uh, it no, just no, moved no, I saw fifteen and a half. I'm waiting for sixteen. Then you're gonna I'm gonna take the Argos. <laughs> I don't even know if it matters, but <laughs> I'll take sixteen. Sixteen. A lot of points. Andrew, Andrew McKinnis. Enjoy your win, McKinnis. Thanks, McKinnis. Hey, Enjoy your time. Tonight. Take care. Thank God. 50% wing. What planet's that on? Not my world. Game time decisions. Ready to face radio. We'll hit the baseball on the other side. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Thank you, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 you know who this is, Cam? 
Oh, hold on. Give me a clue. The singer's gay. <laughs> oh, Judith Priest. <laughs> Good call, Marenzi. I was actually thinking it might be Judas Priest. Good call. How much time will it take for the world to see? Remember the story you told me, your old man? Bloodstone. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, hey, uh, hey Gabe, uh, he's gay. <laughs> no, he didn't tell me that. He said uh, I, had, yeah, I had a bunch yeah. of. I had Iron Maiden posters and Judas Priest posters and everything, but yeah. I had a poster of like Judas Priest and Rob Halford's like on a motorcycle wearing the leather pants yeah. and stuff. <laughs> and uh, he looks at me and he goes, you know, I'm kind of surprised you have that poster up. You know? I said, why? Big Judas Priest. He goes, ah, oh, just one, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. Like, no clue, Cam. You know no, I mean? yeah, well- how are you going to know? You're a young guy. You don't think, oh, I just assume, hey, guy's wearing leather pants, uh, lead singer's gay. I'll tell you what. You I'll tell you what. You the know. best singers, the best rock singers are gay dudes from Britain. Oh, yeah. Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury, Queen. Another one. Yep. Rob Halford, great pipes, great voice. Uh, Judas Priest. George Michael, great vocalist. Yeah. He, Elton, yeah, John, yeah. Elton John. Elton yeah. John. I could go on. I mean, they're all yeah, gay. No, you bring, you bring up good points. Yeah. <laughs> What, uh, yeah. Is Dixon gay? I don't think he is, though. No, no. no he's, uh, he's a pilot. He's a, he's a pilot. Yeah, his brother. His brother might be. Uh, uh, he was in that alternative band, Catherine Wheel. I think he was gay. <laughs> but anyway, but Bruce, those boy, guys. Bruce, they can not there's anything wrong with that. Uh, no, wrong with it. Those guys, you said it. They can wail. Like they, these guys. Bruce Dixon's brother. Ooh. I didn't even know he had a brother in a band. Yeah, he did. Alternative band in the night. Had a couple songs. Cup of coffee. No idea. I just hit an uh, exact at uh, Saratoga. Gabe, I should be there cheering with the old guys. <laughs> 92 bucks. Not bad. Right? Nice. That, put, put that in your pipe and smoke it, Bob. <laughs> the seven of uh, the ten, B. <laughs> all right, let's get into the baseball. We've talked a lot of football. We'll recap football again. Three uh, football games tonight, though. Nice. So baseball here tonight. Yeah, it is, it is tricky. Yeah. Toronto. Toronto. Argonauts in action tonight, but so are the Toronto Blue Jays. We've t- we talked about it. I said this earlier in the week, guys, that the Jays are a play-on team uh, right now. We saw it's been a very good week uh, for them. Uh, going back, even if you look at the Jays, going back against uh, Tampa, yeah, they lost two or three, but on Saturday that big comeback win, ten nine. Then they the wild ten uh, nine game back to back games, but they win three straight, scoring seven runs, nine runs, four runs. Kind of tough, though, to take the act on the road in back-to-back cities. Exactly. Exactly. You know, uh, tough tonight. And I also, you know, I'm, I want to take the Jays, and I, you know, it's one of those things. But, Gabe, also, the guy who pitching for uh, Baltimore tonight, Wojciechowski, he struck out nine Red Sox the last game. He's got some pretty decent stuff. He's been pitching better. I want to take the Jays with Thornton as a pick but you're right. It's one of those things. Nice sweep in Kansas City. They could do it again, but. I, I think this game is, and Baltimore's been playing better too. They took three out of four from the Angels, right? But they are coming home, Gabe. I have a slight lean to the Blue Jays in this game. I might bet it, but it's a tough game. You know, last night, it's too bad you brought that up. They don't have the prop for that. Wojciechowski strikeouts. They have Trent Thornton, three and a half. Yeah, you, I went, good call on you. You, know you did well night. on those props. Yeah, you know what? I know a lot of people I talk to, like when Kurt's on the weekend, sometimes they play those strikeout props. A lot of these DFS guys, that's what they do, Gabe. They don't even bet on the game. They just look at the pitcher and go unders and overs for their uh, for their props on yep, strikeouts. Yep. It's, it's it's a good way to gamble, man. 
I've got a few tonight too. I've got a few. Um, In fact, I've got Garrett Cole. I'm going to go Garrett Cole over uh, over strikeouts tonight against Cleveland. I love Cole Uh, tonight. Cole's a strikeout machine. The total strikeouts only eight and a half. He can get to. He can do this. Garrett Cole has gone over eight and a half strikeouts in five of his last six starts. I'll take it. It's eight and a half. Fair. Yep. Fair, fair enough. I know Cleveland can hit the ball, but still, Cole's just such a freaking stud. He's minus one ninety eight though tonight, Cam. So I'm going to pass. I'm just going to bet the strikeouts here. We're going to like the Astros. Yeah, I do. Uh, the thing is. I'm going to take them probably on the run line, minus one and a half, minus 135, and parlay them. Two, it's up to 205, 210. It's a little bit rich for my blood. Also a nice angle to this game, Gabe. Salazar is coming back off the DL from the Indians. He's been out of commission for a long period of time. That's dangerous That's against Houston. Eight and a half. I'm not messing with the total. Give me Houston. A very good point. Uh, Tampa Bay and Boston, man. Boston money burners, Cam, these guys. I, I will you. say this. Yeah, no, hey, I had a great a night last night, though, huh? Cash all my, do- all my dogs came in last night, but Boston screwed me for a huge parlay, too, because I had a parlay with the Giants, all underdog parlay. It made it astronomical. It was like 400 and something dollars. I'm so pissed at Boston, but I'm going to tell you something. I've been watching this McKay kid pitch for Tampa Bay. Gabe, he's a, he's a pitcher and an outfielder. He can play all types of positions. Great start to his career. He's been a little bit shaky. I think Kashner and the Red Sox understand. It's I say this every night. It's now or never, but I think that they're in a good spot tonight. I'll lay 20 cents with Kashner. If they don't win this game, Gabe, we should fade them the rest of the year. But I think they beat Tampa Bay tonight. I think they get it done tonight, too. Uh, they price. should. Yeah, I think man, it, they almost, another thing is they didn't quit last night. I watched that game because it was, it was on when we were doing the in-bed live show. Boston was literally one swing away from coming back and winning at like plus 560 live. Uh, Tampa really is starting to pull away from them. They're, yeah, they're, 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 they're three it, games up. Like, yeah, stop Boston, the need, tonight. they need this win tonight. They absolutely positively need this win tonight. I'm leaning with them as well. I didn't take them last night. I warned you guys a couple of nights ago. I got burnt. Uh, I've been burnt by them a million times. That's why now I'm, I'm warning people about these guys. But McKay, recall from AAA, Durham to make the start. Turned in a stellar effort to win his major league debut and skipped six scoreless innings of one-hit ball to beat Texas on June 29th. He then went five innings and a pair of no decisions against the Yankees and Baltimore, striking out uh, seven versus the Orioles. Now he strikes out guys. Not like not like this guy's a st- uh, stiff or anything like that. No, he's not. A, no, he's de- no, he's a prospect, Gabe. He's no stiff. Uh, a couple starts, he didn't get the decisions. He's been hit like he started off his career really well. Not yeah, hit, the total like, is hard. 11 here, bro. Yeah. High. high. That is high. It's very high. I'm, I'm not going to go touch under. it. I'm just so on I'll Boston. Boston's my play tonight. Wait, now, you know what? What's the first five? Can I get six? First five? First five innings? Six? First five, you got that game is six flat. You are correct. Six and a half at FanDuel. I'm going That's, under six oh, and a half. That's seven yeah, runs, bro. That's a big hook. Big hook. Uh, it's minus 144. You caught a fish with the hook. That's a big one. Or they caught me. Well, or they got you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Damn, yeah. I, would have, I almost won that horse. I lost I by literally Gabe on a photo finish, too. That would have been a real huge payday. That bastard. I'll tell you. Horse racing's tough. <laughs> uh, what do you think? What do you? What else do you think tonight, buddy? So we got 
Houston, we have a lean to. Boston, you like the first five under. Houston, the price is you, too high. I can't do it. Yeah, no, no, that's why it has to be par. I'm going to take them on the run line. It's very simple. I sort of like Atlanta tonight, but I don't want to lay 64 cents. I'm going to tell you something, man. I'd be very careful with Atlanta tonight. Freed's a good pitcher, but Desclafani has been money for the Reds. He's been one of their best pitchers. I'd actually look at the under in that game. Nine. How about this with Freed, though? He's been hit harder as the season progressed. Opponents yeah. were hit 237 off of in April. Now they hit 313 off them in June. <laughs> and in like July, that. 38, 318. <laughs> so, like, every time they see him again, he gets hit harder. <laughs> I almost want to take Cincinnati. Desclafani, take a look at his numbers, Gabe. They're absolutely stellar. He's been the Reds' best pitcher this year, him and Castillo. Um, he's great. He's actually one of the more underrated players in MLB. 50 cents with him. The question is, will the Reds hit Freed? But I like Desclafani a lot. I lean under in that game. I'll look at the underdog, but I'm going to pass right now. Can't play everything. No, Freed, Freed uh, strikes out people, though. What's the strikeout prop there? He does. He does. I bet his strikeouts would be about. I'm going to say se- seven and a half. I I'm going say. to say seven. Six, seven flat. Holy juice. shit. What is it? Six? Can't believe it. Four what and a half. Six? Four and a half. That's, that's weird. Minus man. 158 to the over. Oh, hold on here. Let's go to his. Uh, I got to find his uh, last games here. This set, that's hmm. four and a half with the Reds free swingers. Mm, yeah, something that's kind of I don't know, man. That's uh, well, we talked about it last night. Where it's like, is Giolito's good to, too good to be true? It was. It, well, no, it just happened. Dude, right? Giolito had six strikeouts after three. I know exactly. The Grom was a little stressful, but then he struck out like five or seven guys. It was crazy. Like around the sixth, seventh inning, he just started mowing everyone down. So who we got? Freed. Freed. Well, I can tell you this. Against Philadelphia, six strikeouts in 5.1 innings. Five innings against Milwaukee. He had five uh, five strikeouts. Seven versus uh, Miami. Eight. Six versus the Mets. Five games in a row, bro. He's had more than this. Yeah. Know what it is? Take a look at the thing. Want to know why they've shaded it that way? It's the innings pitched. Five, five, five. Fine. If he yeah, gets, I know. If he gets past, I know. If he gets past six innings, your bet is a winner. It's that pretty simple. How long is Freed going to go tonight? That's the question. I like it, though, I'm Gabe. I'm doing it. I'm taking nothing. it. I got nothing wrong with that. Um, San Diego and the Dodgers tonight. Minus 200, Kershaw. I like the Dodgers, but... I don't know, Gabe. Uh, it's, it's tough. Do I parlay the Dodgers with Houston? What take is it, the Winnipeg. Plus, yeah, or you could take the Winnipeg Blue Bombers on a money line wow. parlay. You know what? I will parlay the Dodgers with Houston because that's plus 115. That's that's different. I don't have to lay any type of juice on the parlay. I like pretty, that. Pretty and, cheap price for Kershaw, actually, 200. Normally, Kershaw's like 380 in this spot. I don't know. The thing you know I worry he about the lost. Dodgers. He lost his last start to these guys. I was in Vegas. It was like a one nothing yeah. game or whatever. Well, if he's going to be motivated, I like it a hell of a lot more. He's he's 6-0 and at home with a 2-3-0 earned run average at 10 home start. Interesting. Yeah, I like the Dodgers. I like the Dodgers tonight. I like the Dodgers, too. Dodgers got beat up this week, too, in the last week there. They're going to get home. They're going to, yeah, they're going to beat these guys up tonight. Hey, I got to give uh, our buddy. Uh, I, I was on the game from the start, too, and I jumped on again. Leonard did good work uh, calling that Cubs live. Right when he called it, they scored a run too. Oh yeah, uh, damn right. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Ryan Leonard, yeah, no, it's good. We I enjoyed my uh, time with me, you, and him on the show. It was a nice uh, conversation. Good live picks. 
I'm going back to the well tonight, Gabe. Give me the Cubs at plus 100 with Lester tonight. Nice price. Flaherty, okay, but- I like the Cardinals, but I don't trust Flaherty. So I'm going to go on the Cubs. Um, my picks. My picks tonight. Denver Broncos money line, minus 140. Broncos beat the Atlanta Falcons. CFL football, oh boy. Toronto Argonauts, plus 15. Smaller unit. Argonauts, plus 15. Bombers, Argos, over 49. Riders, butts, minus 170 on the money line. Baseball, Garrett Cole, over eight and a half strikeouts. Clayton Kershaw, over eight and a half strikeouts. Boston Red Sox, uh, Rays, under six and a half. First five innings. Max Freed, over four and a half strikeouts. What do you got, Cam? Houston Dodgers parlay to plus 115. Houston Astros, minus one and a half. Cubs, plus 100. Boston, minus 120. In the Canadian Football League, I'm taking the Argos, Gabe, on my site, plus 15 and a half, and Hamilton, plus three, and I'm with you on the Denver <laughs> Broncos money line. All right, uh, so normally Kevin was with us on uh, on Thursday nights, uh, but he was with us last night, great time uh, last night. Uh, yeah. Tonight on In-Game Live at 8 o'clock, it'll be uh, me, Dane Martinez, and Tony Finn. Yep. And then in the 9 o'clock hour, it'll be me, Matt Josephs, and Mike Blewett. If anybody, uh, uh, if anybody stiffs, Gabe, you can call me if somebody doesn't show up or whatever. I'm just going to be at home betting on sports and horse racing tonight. I'm available uh, also, uh, buddy. I'm available also. Uh, <laughs> yes, gang's available, yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah if, you, if you want to call in and bitch about a game cam, feel free. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, we got tomorrow night. It'll be me, George Kurtz, and Drew Martin. Ooh, and me, Kurtz. George Kurtz. Kurtz is in for two hours tomorrow. <laughs> Great. Wow, Kurtz. I've been eight ball with Kurtz. Reggie, Kurtz, and Leonard tomorrow night, too. Oh, nice. Good call. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Here's what you missed on Game Time Decisions. Um, I know, pretty, uh, pretty hammered. Got uh, Thorborn uh, Olsen. It's all right. <laughs> we've been drunk on planes before, but we've never like taken it out. And I've heard of snakes on a plane, but not urine on a plane. That was that's pretty crazy. First class as, throw, throws it out there. As as you were saying that uh, somebody just like a uh, lady just like pulled a chair over and like knocked over like a bunch of like cameras and equipment and stuff yeah, like great. that. Great, good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's I, the thing. You need a runner and you need security. That's what people I look over. Like yeah, like I look <laughs> over. It's like expensive. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, everyone's laughing over here. Now. She's like, hey, what are you, you going to do? Uh, uh, yeah, let's. Even even the old guys, like everyone's looking over, like oh shit, like this poor lady, like she felt really bad. I don't even know what she knocked over. It's one of these deals, like I'm not, I don't even know. It's not ours, whatever she knocked over, but uh, it is what it is. So yeah, Thornborn Olsen <laughs> arrested in London's Heathrow Airport on Monday after suspicion of sexual assault. Now listen, they're really tossing around the term sexual assault too loosely nowadays. Yeah, uh, I, I, that's a good point. Uh, hey, the charge say, listen, public intoxication. Unruliness. Yeah. He disrupted a plane. Fine. Okay. He took a piss on a plane. It is what it is. 
sexual assault. I mean, yeah. you know, come on. It's like when they charged me in Buffalo with exposure. It wasn't exposure, right? In the story, I took a lead. he said, "Yeah, come on." Yeah, no, but you didn't. You didn't. In the story, sorry, allegedly, you never groped anybody at the game. You took a piss and looked for a I tree and went anybody. in. And yeah, no, you did. There was no touchy touchy, okay, no so grope, grope. So that's different. He was. Have he groped? He was with. He was with Ian Poulter. <laughs> oh, Poulter! Yeah, I know the best is Poulter's like, settle down, pal. And he's like, yeah, screw you. <laughs> I guess he didn't listen to Poulter. Yeah, so he was with Poulter. They're flying to London after they were playing in the St. Jude. Olsen reportedly urinated in the aisle during the flight before being arrested once the plane landed. He, he was abusing some of the passengers and crew. He then made a pass at one of the female passengers. But oh, wow. what does that mean? He made a pass. Like, yeah, I don't know. He, sounds yeah, pretty he made weak. a pass. Was it was shocking behavior. You would expect this maybe on a budget airline, but not in a first-class cabin, says a witness. <laughs> the 20-year-old uh, Dane... Turned pro in 2008. Five European Tour victories. Has never won a PGA Tour event before. Hey, he's good in the European Tour. The guy's 62nd ranked player in the world. It's not like uh, some Yahoo game. This guy's uh, on the Ryder Cup team. Pretty crazy. Ah, what are you going to do? Liquor.